You're You're listening listening to to The Bottom Bottom Bible. Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I continue to be Vanessa. And we are bringing you some uh, real life horror stories. The pain of it all. The uh, October, she's coming past. She's coming gone. Um, but the spooky will, the spooky and the scary will forever continue. I it don't stays know. with us. Real, there was, real I was going to go somewhere with that, but it, real, real life is where the real spooky is. Yes. The real horror. Yeah. A campsite, a campfire ghost story. I'm not going to lie. It's going to scare me and I won't sleep for three days. <laughs> but what's really scary is just IRL. People. No. <laughs> yeah. People. Places. Actual people. And things. <laughs> people. Places. Things. And things. Um, so Katie and I recently have had our own especially painful bouts of emotional and physical pain yes um and what what else can we do but make it content yeah this is so our you're life. gonna hear about it now you're gonna hear about it sometimes we'll text each other and be like don't talk about it too much because yeah. i want to pot about it and i want your real <laughs> I want your real reaction um so should we ram shambo who, who who wants to go first Ooh, let's do it i think um, i think if you don't mind i'll go first because okay. yours is better Oh, I don't um, think so. And I don't want but to okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yours has the shimmery, glittery, uh, confetti falling through the air of Hollywood. It does. So I'll go first. Shadoo. Because okay. mine is just about uh, my uterus. Okay. So cuterus. my cuterus uterus. Um, which has never seen a baby and I'm just guaranteed <laughs> never will. Um, she is in mint condition. Well, not mint, I guess, because there's stuff all up in there. But no human. No human life in there. Um, just a tumbleweed. Um, so seven years ago, nearly exactly seven years ago, I got a an IUD uh, place. Um, my, my history of it all. I have always had irregular periods my whole life. Um, I got it when I was 12 for the first time, first, first time, uh, my mother's reaction when I was breathlessly told her like, girl, I just got my period. Cause I was so happy because you know, puberty and you're like, you mm-hmm. want to get like, you want to get pubes in your period and like, yeah. Boom. And I was like, I just got my period. And my mom's reaction was Oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not for funny. That's that's that was her actual reaction. I was like, yeah. but oh. and this whole time I was like, Oh, you were right. Yeah, I, like, I was like, I get it now. Oh, now I got it. I understand. Hind- <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty. Um oh, twenty twenty. <laughs> oh, it's real. Um so 
I got it when I was 12 and then it just kind of stopped and I didn't get it again for almost a year. Like there was like maybe some spotting once in a while, but like never like really another period for almost a year. Mm -hmm. And then I started to get it and it would just like not go away. Uh. I mean, I think I I bled for like six weeks. Yeah. It was like 40 days. Not fun. Yeah, yeah, that's not fun. And uh, because my family was Catholic, Mm-hmm. And I was a, a young teen who was not sexually active. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it never occurred to them to maybe do a little examine, do a little yeah. exam, check under my underage hood. Yeah. It's fine. Cause it's a doctor. My mom could be there. It was no big deal. No shenanigans yeah. wouldn't do. I certainly wasn't going to enjoy it. So maybe just crack her open, see check what's going on, on in there. Yeah. Um, but the doctor I went to, like my pediatrician, was also a conservative Catholic and was mm. like, no, we don't we don't need to. Um, but let's go ahead and and think about maybe giving her some hormones. Uh, uh-huh, it was uh-huh. like it was it was it was brought to the table, but not given to me right away. And then the six, whole six week bleeding thing happened and they were like, OK, so she might need something. Yeah. And. I think I've told the story before. He gave me two depot shots. Yeah. So one depot shot a month is what you're supposed to get. Yeah. And he gave me two in one month because the first one did nothing. Mm. My, my period laughed in its face (laughs) and said, try again, motherfucker. So they tried a second one. It still didn't really do anything to control it. So then he reluctantly gave me birth control pills Mm. and we it took a few months to find the right one because my system was very picky uh and there was exactly one pill that worked Mm -hmm. and we just went with it for a while so i've switched switched around pill to pill and then at some point i became nervous because i was like well i've been on birth control since i was 16 Mm -hmm. 15 16 to control my period well before I was sexually active and actually needed it. Uh, so in my 20s, like late 20s, I was like, oh, this is like been a while. Like what, mm-hmm. what, what should I do? Should I be worried? And it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I changed and I tried different alternatives, like the low, uh, yeah. low dose uh, estrogen, low dose of estrogen um, birth control pills, and then the progesterone pills. And varying degrees of success. Mm -hmm. And then I had a friend who, um, she was living back in the U.S., but she normally lived in the U.K., in in London. And she had been, she had had the Mirena. Yeah. When it first, first came out and it was available in Europe really before it was in the U.S. And she said, it's great. Like, I don't get a period anymore. It's gone. Mm -hmm. And this it's good for seven years. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am? Yeah. How do I, how does one get this? And she's like, well, I got it in London. I was like, great. So eventually, like a few years later, it was available here in the States, but it was marketed towards women who had already had children. I remember that. Yeah. Um, You didn't have to have had children to get it, but it was recommended Mm -hmm. for those women who had already had children or for those people who had already had children. And um, I started having the irregularity issue again because it had kind of been okay for a little bit but then um 
I started to just bleed and it just wouldn't stop. And it was beyond the heavy period. It was just like nonstop. I was, okay, I had tickets to shows, just a a bunch of different shows that a band I loved was playing and I didn't want to give them up. So I went and what I had to do was I wore a jumbo tampon, like so a supersized tampon. Mm -hmm. I had two always pads overlapping on my underwear and then I wore a pair of Depends. Yeah, I remember you telling me this story. Yeah, and that's not that's not for fakies. I yeah. bled through the tampon. Ugh, yeah. And in, onto the pads. I did have some on the Depend, but it, it wasn't like a an actual soak amount. It was it was more mm-hmm. like just a stain from what had been on the pads. So, twas a nightmare. Yeah, I finally, I called Planned Parenthood and was like, I'm really concerned because at this point, I, I'm going to call it more of a hemorrhage mm-hmm. than, um, than just bleeding. Yeah. This is getting like real, real crazy. So uh, they suggested an IUD and they were like, yep, it had originally been marketed towards uh, women who had already had children, but now we're really encouraging uh a lot of women looking for birth control options. If it's something that, you know, is safe for you. Yes, we recommend. Okay. So I did hear that it was going to be very painful to insert. Mm -hmm. And it was. Now, I have a very high tolerance for pain. Mm -hmm. Um, I, it takes a lot before I will tap out. And I nearly passed out the first Mm -hmm. time they inserted it. Um, it was very, it was really, really painful, but for just a very short amount of time, like maybe 45 seconds of actual total pain. Mm -hmm. And then it was in and adjusted and good. And then I cramped for a few days and they were fairly intense cramps, but you know, you write them out. Yeah. And then yada, 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 seven days, seven years later, and it's time to get a refill. So at this point, seven years later, my uh, economic circumstances had changed Mm -hmm. and I no longer, I could still get it at Planned Parenthood, but I was going to have to pay like out of pocket prices. So I, I sort of shopped around and I had noticed uh, in the city where we work, there was uh, a specialty clinic. It was like a women's women's health and wellness clinic. Mm-hmm. that did um, like uh, gynecology services. So you could get pap smears, uh, birth control, and then they also do other things like, um, I think they also do like fillers and injectables oh, okay. and things there. So it's like a spa and also a doctor, like a legit doctor's office. Mm-hmm. So I I checked and the price was really the same as what Planned Parenthood was going to cost me. Oh, okay. But I was going to get much nicer service. Yeah. Not that there is anything wrong with Planned Planned Parenthood. It's a different vibe, though. But it's a different vibe. It's Planned Parenthood is very much like you take a number and whoever's working that day, that's who you get. That's what you do. Always been very nice. Always been very kind. Yeah. But I just was like, okay, well, let's just see what this other thing is about. Yeah. Um. So I go. It's it is much nicer. Um. And I'm very nervous. And I tell them like I'm super nervous. I took like. I, I got so nervous. 
I bought Advil because I was told that, you know, take a few ad like the three Advil like an hour before. Mm-hmm. So I bought the Advil and forgot to take it. Uh, and they were like, okay, no problem. They gave me some Advil. Great. Gulp, gulp. Great. Okay. Go ahead and undress. They're like, you know, it's just the waist down, get up on the table. And it's a woman who's going to do the procedure. So there's no other nurse in the room needed. Okay, great. Lovely dressing room. Very like mid-century modern. Everything was pale, soft, pink and gold it was amazing Mm. loved it okay so then i'm in the room and she's like okay we're gonna gonna remove it first so you know i assume the position yeah and i told her like i'm a little nervous because i knew that it was painful last time i'm just you know she's like okay well just big deep breath here we go and the one thing that they don't on their tables (laughs) they didn't have any like side railing so there was nothing to hold on to and oh. so I was just gripping my own hand, hand in hand with myself, um, kind of on my chest, like just like trying to brace for it. And she's like, okay, you're going to feel a little pinch, little, little cramp, little, little pinch, little pinch here. No, actually what happened first was she got the speculum and she had warmed it and everything and it wasn't fitting properly. Oh. Um, I have not had children. They knew this. Yeah. And maybe we're just not prepared for my size, Mm -hmm. which is in everything else. I'm plus size. Take this as you will. My mouth, my lady bits smaller than you might think. Yeah. I have a small mouth, kind of big teeth. I make it work. (laughs) And I've never had children. And I have, I don't think a freakishly small yeah, um, just a you know vagina, but she she's slightly petite. Yeah. Um, so I think what she brought out was like a standard, and she was just like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm I'm gonna have to use something different." And I was like, "Okay," and she's like, "It's not gonna be warm because I'm gonna have to." Put, and I was like, "That's fine." Uh, and then she put it in, and it was, oh my god, it was so not fine. It was <laughs> fucking ice cold. It was like, Boy. yeah, Boy. like somebody went in there with a popsicle stick. <laughs> But I was like, whatever, here we are. Here we're doing we are. It. We're doing it. I mean, well, she's already, you're already doing it. So I guess keep doing it. I'm there. She's like, okay, you're going to feel a you know, slight pinch. It's, here it is. Here it goes. And it was like just a twinge, a whisper of a cramp. Mm-hmm. And it was out. It was so Good. fast. And I was like, that's it? Really? It's out? And she's like, yep. She's like, legally, I have to show it to you so that you can see it came out completely intact. And she holds it up. And it's just covered in blood and gore. It looks like blood and gore. Yeah. Probably yeah. just blood. But she just shows it to me and it's that little T, little mm-hmm. T-Rex. And then she's like, okay. And she just like plunk, plops it into like a dish. Mm-hmm. And I just hear it like clang, clang, clang. She's like, okay. So she's cleaning everything. She's like, okay, so here we go. We're going to we're gonna do this. Uh, she shows me. And this time I'm getting a Liletta. Okay. Instead of the Morena, it's Liletta, L-I-L-E-T-T-A. Same thing, different manufacturer, slightly cheaper. And I was like, let's, okay, great, whatever, whatever you suggest. She said it's also a little bit smaller, so it might be more comfortable. And I said, oh, you know, here's a question. Since there's already been an IUD in my uterus, will this next one, is there a possibility that this one won't be as uncomfortable and she was just like it could be she was like yeah you know she's like um you know i wish i could give you a, a better answer than maybe <laughs> but yeah maybe you know she's like every woman will be different 
Um, it could be that this one will be a little easier to implant and that, you know, afterwards it won't be as painful because your body's, you know, already had mm -hmm. something there. So, okay. Okay, great, great. And so she's prepping me. Okay, let's go. She's like, okay, here we go. We're going to do it. She starts to insert it and it is more painful than I remembered it. Ugh. And there's no side grippers or like handrails to hang on to. So I do a like a gasp and oh. I start to like scoot up. Oh, your body, your natural reaction. My body is just like, get away from, fuck, get away from it. <laughs> and then she very sternly says, don't move. And I said, I can't help it because yeah. now I'm like mad and old. And I'm, bitch, <laughs> I'm paying fucking full price for this. Mad and old. And was like, I can't help it. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, here we go. And so she she's kind of like moving it again. So it takes her three moves to get it in, which Ugh. the first time it just took the one. There's There were two parts to it. They put it in and then they give you a second and then they adjust it. And that uh -huh. was it. But this one, it took her three moves to get it in. And then she was like, okay, now I'm going to adjust it. And I'm trying to breathe heavily like like in and out big deep mm -hmm. breaths to just kind of like not not trying to lamaz breathe i'm just like big cleansing breaths to try to like yeah. work my way through this my eyes are like welded shut and i'm just like like in picture empty baby bassinets mm. picture buying <laughs> shit on mod cloth like picture spending your money on dumb shit a trip to europe because you don't have a baby Okay, okay, getting through it, getting through it. She's like, okay, now I just have to adjust it. And I was like, okay, go, do your fucking worst. And again, it's so painful that I do the gasp and I like, I twitch, like I, I twitched uh -huh. real hard and she's like, don't move. And my eyes fly open and I look at her and she's just like, I know it hurts, just try not to move. And then I just was just like, there's nothing to hang on to. Yeah, I have nothing like, to grab you, onto. There's nothing to hold onto. Like, I can't do anything. I, there's nothing to brace myself on. Yeah. You know, I need some handrails or something. Like, you got to give me something. And so it's over. And, you know, she, like, kind of cleaned me up. And, and you know, she's like, okay, so I'm going to leave you. She's like, take your time. Take a couple minutes. Oh, no, no. This came with an ultrasound. So she's oh, like, okay. I'm going to do an ultrasound to make sure that it's in the right place. And we'll okay. we'll let you see it. And I was like, okay, great. And I'm thinking like, oh, an ultrasound over. Because I've had those ultrasounds before. Oh, she did that one. She did the transvag where yep. it's a wand that goes up into you. Now, yep. that whole area has just had a little trauma so to tender. it. So tender. And she just like went for it. Oh. And I was like, ma'am. And once again, I went <gasps> like... And I like, I didn't twitch as hard because it didn't hurt as much, but it was just a shock that like, yeah. I didn't realize she was going to do that. And she gave me like no warning. It wasn't an, okay. Like I'm going to, okay, here we go. One, yeah. two, nothing. It was just a like, boop, up in you. No talking you through it. Nothing. And then she just like shows me on the thing. She's like, okay, here's your uterus. Here's the IUD. And, oh, I see. Here's your full bladder. And I was like, yeah, I really have to pee now. Um, so she pops it out says take your time getting up take a few minutes to get up be careful you might feel some cramping yada 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 uh no sex no sexual intercourse or baths for 
uh, 70, up to 72 hours. Okay. And I was like, great. No one's getting fucking near me. Don't yeah. you worry about it. She gives me an always pad um, and wishes me farewell. That's it. Mm-hmm. So get dressed, blah, 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 go out. And then I was like, I really have to use the restroom. I go to pee. And when I sit down, I <gasps> almost passed out. Oh, no. It hurt so bad. And I was just like, please tell me that this is not what it's going to be like for the next 72 oh. hours. Because I can't. I can't do this. I got, a, Those, I got a life to lead. That bladder and that uterus, they're next door neighbors. Yeah. So, and then, but it was fine. It was fine. So I, I got up like so slowly. I was doing everything like real slow-mo yeah. robot mode and it was fine. Get in the car. Cool. Cool. We're great. We're great. Go to Dr. Boyfriend's and I'm like, yeah, you can't, you can't touch me. Can't touch me. From, from here to here, from like, you let's say top of the thigh to the belly button. Please don't yeah. get near me. Please don't even think about it. And he was obviously like, oh, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm sorry, sorry, this is uncomfortable. Like, what do you need? What do you want us to do? Like, let's, what do you, you know, what what can I get you? And I was like, okay, let's just do about Advil because I left yeah. mine at home because I'm an idiot. <laughs> so Advil, some hot packs, it was okay. And then, like, maybe it wasn't even quite a, it was that same, it was it within that week. I just had a day where it cramped so and I had slowly been get like the bleeding had been just going from that day it was just constant it was like having a period like a a light to medium period and then the next couple days it got just spotty like it was just spotting and then like by day three it was like just barely barely spotting a couple times a day and then all of a sudden like a few days in where I thought like oh it's doing great it's doing well Mm -hmm. I started having the worst cramps I had to Mm. call out of work yeah I remember I remember this and then I got nervous and I got nervous that it had moved because I was like this is weird it's never Mm -hmm. like I've only had it once before but it didn't feel anything like this before yeah doctor boyfriend got real nervous because I was like this is like this is painful I don't want to do this I ended up having to go back to the clinic to do a checkup which I had been scheduled for anyway Mm-hmm. Um, because they, they recommend a follow-up visit, um, just to make sure everything's okay. So I just went earlier than I had to and everything was fine. They just said, yeah, you know, again, with every woman, it's going to be different. I saw a different person, not the same person who inserted it. Uh, they just said, you know, I wish we could tell you a, f- a, a concrete answer, but basically Every woman's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't had children, it's just going to be more uncomfortable for you. Uh, it just takes a bit for your uterus to get used to something being in there. In there, and yeah. cramping is absolutely natural. It's absolutely normal. If you start bleeding really like heavily, absolutely come back. But just know, cramping's normal, and it could happen for a few weeks, few months, but eventually it will because you know just based on what your body did before you'll adjust to it and it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And so after that, that was totally fine. After that one kind of blip where it maybe just, it could have even been something I did. Maybe if I was sleeping kind of tilted or in a weird position, Mm -hmm. that's happened sometimes if I'm getting like period cramps, Mm -hmm. if I move, if I have a weird sleeping position where I'm on my side, but my leg is like super twisted over and when I unfurl it and like try to move really quickly I sometimes like 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah, yeah, oh, she wasn't yeah. ready. She wasn't ready. <laughs> um, and it was that kind of crampy feeling. So maybe it was a position I was laying in that I shouldn't have, you know, I should have been more careful. I don't know. Yeah. But after that check-in, everything's been fine. Good. And this should be the last one because it should last seven years. I will be, oh my God, I will be 51 <laughs> when this one is expired. So Going on 35. Oh God. I, I just assume I'll be done with baby time by then. Yeah. And, but then I have that, then check back in because then I'll be dealing with the, the uh, reality of menopause. Oof. Yeah. Probably, I guess. I don't know. Maybe by then we'll have something that like I could just like let's just skip it. Yeah. I say no. <laughs> just fast forward no, this charade. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Thank you. Oh God. Yeah. I've yeah. never I've had some pretty gnarly period cramps and I've had some but I've never had anything shoved up in my uterus in there. Because I imagine that the getting it all up in there is just that's just the pain of mm-hmm. that something mm-hmm. going where something's not supposed to be something yeah. of that size it wasn't meant to be placed in there like that yeah but then I think the cramping that happens afterwards is probably as close as I would ever get to contractions yeah 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 because it yeah. is your uterus contracting I've heard that mm-hmm. um yeah now the first time the first IUT once the pain was done I kind of raved about it to my friends was like about a year and a half in, I stopped getting a period completely mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. glorious. Haven't had a period since I've had this one. So my nice. body just went right back. And they said, again, you could either just start getting a period regularly. You could have a really light period. You could just spot or you might just go right back to not having a period. Yeah. And my body just went right back to not having a period so far. Knock on wood so far. Yeah. Um, so I had raved about it to my friends and I had a friend, my friend, my, my BFF, mm-hmm. who's had two, two bebes. Uh, she got it and I was like, girl, take some Advil, just be, be cool. It's going to hurt for like real bad for a little while and then you'll cramp and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after she had it done, she called me and she was like, yeah, I, um, I didn't even feel when they put it in. Oh my god! And I was like, "Girl, what?" And she was like, "Yeah, it's because I've had children." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I forgot about that." The babies. Yours is all. Yours is all. Yours is. Um, she's all stretched out. You ready? She's limber. Yeah. Yeah. She limbered up. <laughs> she was ready that highway. to accept. Yes. She was in a place she of yes. Two lane to a four lane. Yes. Four lanes comfortably. It went comfortably in. It. Yeah. Um. And she must be due for a follow-up. Well, because if I just got mine, she must be due for a follow-up shortly because I think maybe she got hers within a year or so mm. of mine. I can't remember. I'll have to ask her. Yeah, but it hurt like a motherfucker. And thank God I never have to do it again. Yeah, I still highly it. recommend it. Last one. Because you don't have to worry about taking a pill every day. You don't have to carry anything. You pay for it up front, whether you get Planned Parenthood, you know, we'll cover it or you have insurance to cover it or you have to pay out of pocket. You do it all at the beginning and then you don't, don't worry about it. For seven years. Seven glorious years. Yeah. Um, and you, there's also the option of the copper. 
mm. IUD. So there's yeah, no hormone, yeah. no hormone with that. Um, but I had got the hormone, the hormonal one, the hormonal one. I'd already gotten that option and I just didn't want to change to something else. So yeah. I stuck with it. It, it worked if for me working, and I, I stuck with it. Don't fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really sad that that's the state of like women's reproduct- reproductive health. Just women's health in general is like, is it working for you? Don't even change it. Don't is there a slight it. risk that it could be dangerous for you? Well, but it's working, right? Just she working. She working. <laughs> She's a working girl. Deal with that hormone therapy then. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that, that is my pain. But I will never have the pain of a screaming child. I'm just kidding. Kids are wonderful and great for those of you who want to have them. I'm just not among that crowd. I am not in that book yeah. club. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited to talk about the episodes if I ever do conceive oh, a baby. I sh- I showed you that bebe that was with the moira rose voiceover yes so if you do go the parenting route just know regardless that bebe will have some of those outfits from me. Yes. david moira all of the above a little mr johnny rose suit oh my everything. god yes oh yeah we'll see we'll we, we'll, we shall see what will happen not sure um my uterus still definitely works. Definitely Ooh. dropping eggs. Um, she was working a little too well. She's working overtime. She's stressed. Dropping all them eggs, all them eggs in that basket. Yeah, going out of business sale. Um, <laughs> no, she is. She's been real stressed. I've been real stressed, and she's been letting me know in the form of length and volume. <laughs> but she's getting better. She is. And every time I've gone, I've gone in thrice and then like yeah you're fine we just give you we can just give you birth control and i'm like yeah no okay and then our boss was like you just get pregnant and i was like hmm you know i could another solution though yeah right that shouldn't be that (laughs) is what my childhood pediatrician said was like maybe you can just deal with it and the good news is is when you get pregnant it'll probably take care of it Mm mm-hmm I'm like, I'm, I'm not even 17 years old. Yeah, what my God. do you mean when I get pregnant? Yeah. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Should we talk about? I want to hear about your emotional pain. Okay. Not because it brings me pleasure, but one, you handled it with great aplomb. Ugh. Um, and twas not easy. But uh, it... let's. Let's okay, hear. so this one will be names will be censored because the person that we are going to talk about and focus on, um, and we have both dealt with this human being um, in some capacity. Um, dare we even? It is a male. Dare we even call uh, him a human being at this point? But he does act like a human being. Yes, he is an actor who occasionally acts like a human being. Yes. Um, okay. So this person um, wanted to book an appointment at the studio where um, Vanessa is the manager and I am one of the front desk associates. Checking people in, checking people out, 
doing stuff. Okay. So <laughs> for HIPAA, we were not going to say who this person is. We're not going to give the name. Um, but everyone at the studio, we can see the, the clients that are coming in. So we all know within the, the confines of the studio, we all know. And so I was told, take a look at, you know, the three o'clock or whenever the appointment time was. This is the person that's coming in. And I see the name. And my husband's uncle is also an actor, um, has worked on films with this person and literally said, everybody has a so-and-so story and it's not good. Um, so I look at that name and I'm like, oh boy. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I can do, I can do this. I didn't want to do it. I I really wanted to make the other, there's front desk person handle it. But then day of, we're there. We're waiting anticipation. I go and I get us coffees because we're stressing out. We're like, oh God, what's good? What storm is about Mm -hmm. to go? What's going to happen? So we got coffees, we're caffeinated, we're charged up. I'm like, okay. So our day of face, our day of interaction with this person, they call on the phone. I don't answer. The other front desk person answers. This other front desk person, she's not great with stress. It's not, not a forte, I will say. Um, and quick Quick to bite back as well. Um, there's some East Coast in her. And I'm just hearing, no, no. Well, sir, where are you? No. Well, where are you? What direction are you facing? What's around you? Are you going? Which direction are you going? So this is 15 minutes of this. And it's putting people on hold so I was just like send it to me sent just let me just let me try so I get on the horn pick up the pick up the old phone and just in a horrible mood not quite screaming at me but not not screaming at me and I I'm trying to figure out in this other front desk person's defense this person on the phone, the the actor, is unable to tell me what direction he's facing, the landmarks that are around him, and is just continuing to drive. <laughs> Can't find the studio. Can't find it. So finally, he starts to name off cross streets. And an unfortunate part of of this situation is he both cannot hear very well and I am right now as I'm telling you the story talking about five times too fast for this person to understand so I won't do it on the mic I'm gonna back away a little bit so this is me okay okay so okay keep going you're going in the right direction. Keep going. So that's me shouting. And I'm not supposed to really be shouting in that environment either. No, it's, a, it's kind of a not shouting environment. It's kind of not great. Um, so 
but literally it was you have to talk louder slow down i can't understand you gotta slow down i was like oh my god okay so i hear the magic words of like our cross streets our intersections (laughs) right um and i'm like oh okay just pull into the parking lot you're right there passes us and i'm like okay all right you need to make a u-turn you've gone too far you need to make a u-turn you've gone too far you need to make a u-turn you've gone too far and so they do and I'm like, I will stand outside and wave you in to the parking lot. So I see the person, finally. I see them. Now, in order to make the U-turn, you need to be in the leftmost lane coming down this, this boulevard of ours. Yeah. They were in the rightmost lane. And I just watch... Almost like the sliding of a fader on a mixing board or like a dial. Just absolutely no regard for any, no awareness for any person, car, vehicle around them. Just as like a shuffleboard, like scooch over, staring at me. I'm waving. I'm like in our parking lot waving like, yep, does the U-turn. As this person is pulling into the parking lot, yells at me, where do I park? Well, where, well, where the fuck, where do I park? And I was like, any, any space, any available space, any, anywhere, anywhere. It's a parking lot. We got like seven options. Pick one. I don't know. So, okay. So we're not even at the appointment yet. We're just arrived. He's not even in the building. Not even in the building. Okay. So it is the era era of COVID. Masks are required. Strolls out of the car. The Coke can drink. Open Coke in his hand. And is just starting to start in on me about the other front desk person. Basically, like, they, they are an idiot. They should lose their job. They need to be taken from their post. And I was like, oh, mm, 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 mm. Can I take, and I'm thinking, because there's, like, all these questions we need to ask. There's temperature oh, checks boy. we need to do. And I'm like, oh, my God, is, is are you going to let me do this? Is this person going to let me do it? So, let's me do it. Um... I had to repeat the questions at least three times each. They're long sentences. They're long. I abridged because I was just like, you know, let's get the basic, let's get let's get the the talking points here, and we'll we'll go in. Didn't have a temperature, but and then I went, oh god, his mask is not on his face right now. Oh god. I need to tell this person they have to put their mask on. How is this going to go? So I said, you're, you have, when we walk in the building, you have to put your mask on. And it's a bandana. 
So turns around and says, can you loosen it for me and do it? And I was like, path of least resistance, right? Like, just let's just let's just get it. So I had to touch this gross. I don't know if it's ever been washed bandana. It was so knotted up. And this person was such a hothead that I was like, well, if I tie it, I wanted to tie it. Tightest I've ever tied a banana in my life. But I was like, well, I don't want to tie it too tight. I don't want to tie it too loose. But then they started to get irritated that I hadn't just done it yet and like really impatient. So I was like, fine, fuck it. Just tied it. And I was like, all right, come on. Um, so they hadn't been with us before. They had to fill out the intake paperwork. Couldn't read it. I had to read the intake paperwork to this person. And they didn't understand that there's like legal stuff on the paperwork that they have to sign and say, you've reviewed our policies. Right. Um, so that was a whole thing. That was when they started to get really irritated and tell me, they said, you have to, I have t- asked you to talk slower and you're not, you are going to have to talk slower. And I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to talk. And he's like, well, I don't try it. Just do it. God damn it. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm out. I, 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 I have tried. I've asked you thrice. I have tried. And I was like, okay, whatever. So that was my, that was my, I'm done. I, absolutely done with this you're not going to sit here and treat me like whatever this is um so I get up and I give the paperwork to the therapist and I tell the therapist I was like at any point you don't feel comfortable you're done you finish it we'll handle it we'll you know call whoever we need to call and we'll deal with it so I find they finally they take him back send the massage and like I didn't anticipate it because it was just all going and moving and going and the person that was working the front desk was like are you gonna are you gonna cry and I was just like yeah I th- you know I think I actually think I am and I was like excuse me <laughs> and I went and I just went into the bathroom and just like was like I need to get it together Because it was this, like, it was the unpredictability and the aggression Mm -hmm. that was, it was just a lot. It was like, I nothing he was saying was I taking that to heart, no. But it was the, it was also, like, knowing that there is, like, aggression and domestic abuse. And Mm -hmm. there are a lot of boxes checked on a pretty checkered past for this person knowing that kind of going in um and I was just like no I'm okay and then I came back out and my shift was almost done I was like I'm out (laughs) I I gotta go I did it I handled that thing I did the thing whatever so I find out that the owner because I had texted the owner and I was like this person is here this is insane I just need you to know that we have literally it's it's an impossible it was an impossible situation mm-hmm. um because i was nothing but nice 
and then it was that last thing but it was truly impossible you could have you could have tried to have done absolutely everything that they had requested and there would have still been countless things that they would have yelled and berate because they get off on that that's the type right. of person that's they it's an intimidation kind of thing um and so the owner and the owner's husband came mm-hmm. and so apparently <laughs> that's what i hear apparently the session went great and boop, 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 goes down to like the lobby and asks for me by name says is katie here and they're like, no, 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 you know, she's laughing. Well, tell her thanks for the love. And I was just like, I'm sorry. Wait, the love? Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, you mean the abuse? Wait, hold on. Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> you mean the codependency? I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know what to do. So it was. That was. And then. I thought I was done crying and then I called my boo <laughs> on the way home. He was like, are you, are you crying? And I was like, yes, I am crying. <laughs> but it's that thing of like, you don't want to do it at the front. You don't want anybody to see you do it. But right, then when you right. get to that and it, oh, I just had to release it. I had to release all of that tension, all of that panic, all of that. Um, I mean, Oh, my God. I don't know what it would have been like had the other person had to deal with it by themselves. I mean, it may. I don't know what would have happened. He probably would have left. He probably would have. He wouldn't have made it in. Yeah. No, no, no. He never would have guided him in. No. Yeah. Um, I had actually heard that the session did not go well. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they basically. it It was fine for him. Oh, it was the, very the therapist kind of had a, creepy. The therapist times. had a rough time. And I think she had worked with, I, I don't know if on him or at least like maybe somewhere where he was. So like she was not unfamiliar with what he was uh, like in person. See that. And that is very similar to the uncle situation. Mm-hmm. My uncle-in-law um, had said that on the set that they worked together everyone like essentially held the crew and the staff hostage in in a way like refused to come out of the trailer and then when they did come out of the trailer um wouldn't was like like hours like hours hours the set's ready they're ready to go they're waiting the he's the only person they're waiting on and then won't come out won't come out won't come out won't come out so everyone's just sitting around and then when he finally does emerge from the trailer, is then wondering what everybody's waiting for. Like, what everybody's standing around for. Also, was no one was allowed to look him in the eye. Not at the studio, but at, at this current set right. that they were. Um, and I think also, yeah. So it, it, I won't reveal too much. There might be some other things that might reveal who this person is. So I'll, I'll hold some things back. But um, yeah, it was... It was it was one of the most like I, I like it's one of those things like sometimes you're, you're glad to have the story and I'm like, am I even glad to have the story? It was one of it was. Yeah, it was one in terms of dealing with people. It was one of the worst situations. Mm-hmm. Um, And now I feel like bring it on. What? 
what like give me give me something give me give me a I don't know give me a a gal that didn't quite enjoy whatever we can deal with that we'll handle it <laughs> well well here it's a complimentary whatever um because that used to like it's we it's so weird like I I've worked in customer service for a very long time Mm -hmm. and I definitely have a therapist voice that someone used to listen and they're like, oh, you got the therapist voice on. They could always tell when I was dealing with a difficult client and that was definitely kicked in, but it's never, I don't know, in person is so different. It usually works. The therapist voice usually works and it usually can de-escalate Yes, But see that this person for a multitude of different reasons there is no de-escalating this person. And there yeah. were a lot of other people that tried to pretend like that weren't there, didn't experience it and tried to be like, oh, I would have handled that. No, that person cannot be handled. They yeah. just can't be handled. Yeah. Um, that's it's cute that you think that. But I, I would like to watch you for five minutes with that person and tell well, me. Well, I know the person who is claiming that they could have handled it. And was there during a situation where it got real aggressive with the client and that person shrank in like bald, like shrank themselves into a ball in her, in their chair. Yeah. Um, this was the client that told me to go that she hoped I fucking died. What a fucking piece of garbage. Because we didn't have an appointment for her. I mean, appropriate she's also, she's also an idiot because she had tried to make an online appointment and couldn't. But that process means you have to put in your name, address, mm-hmm. and credit card before it lets you see the, the, the schedule. Yeah. And at the time, because of a fucking global pandemic, we had online booking turned off. So she yep. could not get an appointment. So there was no appointment. It was physically impossible for her to have had an appointment but I absolutely had and still have her full name, home address, and credit card information. <laughs> I won't ever do anything with it because whatever, it doesn't even matter anymore. But that day, it got real ugly real fast, and she never even came inside the building. It was all done over the phone. Of course it was because she's that kind of person. Yeah. She's never going to do this in person. She's going to do this in the safety, the safety and of anonymity uh-huh. of her own car. Um, but after that, like, and I cried <laughs> and I was fine until she left. And then I started to get real shaky. And I was like, mm. I'm going to go in the back, I'm going to go back. And I like ran into the back of this, like into the break room. And I called Dr. Boyfriend and I cried. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm just, I was like, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. I was like, it's just like, it's, it's like a wave that hit me after the fact. It's like a shock wave yes. that hit me after the yes. fact that I realized how upset I am. Like I didn't deserve, I didn't do anything to deserve that. And I just had to take it all. And it's like, it was like a shock react, like a delayed mm-hmm. shock reaction of my yeah. body. Just like, did this just happen? Yeah. It's like a trauma response. Did some bitch just yell at me because she didn't have an appointment? Yeah. And like tried to lie about it? So I did in that moment put put her information into a Google Calendar reminder for like six months or I can't remember how many months later. I, I Whatever many months later it was. And it's like, okay, when that 
pops back up, if I'm still heated about it, <laughs> maybe I'll think about doing something. Like I'll send her a postcard. <laughs> but this, I mean, this is I'm like, I'm going to ignore it. It's going to feel more, it's going to feel much more powerful to de- like ignore the calendar reminder when it comes up, just swipe it and just like, whatever, forget it. Yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, time. this person, I did not speak to them. They had tried, he had tried to call on another day and another person answered the phone, dealt with it. Mm. Cause I saw the name on the caller and I was like, I don't want to get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be- well, fortunately for me, I'm the boss and I get to say like, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> you pick up the phone. Um, and we didn't have anything available at that time. And I don't know why that other person decided that they had to get him into the studio. Yeah. It, it would have been fine. We wouldn't have called him back. We would have just like, yeah, we don't have anything. And he never would have called us back. Yeah, it would have been fine. Um, now, the owner of the studio, like our boss, our, our big boss, she has been, uh, she has worked in film before mm-hmm. like before she ended up as our boss and her husband is in the same field but also grew up with this person's kind of a not super best friends but acquaintances with this person's one of their offspring mm-hmm. and when the owner and the husband got there actor man was in a good mood I guess and when he was leaving the owner's husband chatted him up in the parking lot and yeah. was kind of just trying to like hey how is everything like like just to like draw him into conversation so that he wouldn't talk to anybody else yeah <laughs> um yeah full-on wackadoodles nobody Oof. wants to have him back no um and I had said like if he calls back I will slowly and loudly tell him like, I'm no, <laughs> no, you or me. No. I'm just, I would be fine with like, nobody here wants to work on you. Mm-mm. Bye. Yeah. Just hang up. Yeah. Bye. 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 Yes. Right now we have the power, sir. Like we're what stands between you and what you want. Mm-hmm. And if you're a dick, we're going to say no. Gonna get it. Sorry. So I think what we should do is we've we've shared our pain, which is mm-hmm. my favorite part of pain. Is how can I share this with other people? Um, <laughs> is like what are we doing aside from celebrating the number forty six? Mm-hmm. Um, what else are we doing to soothe ourselves? What have been some high points um, aside from me finally today in Animal Crossing, getting some fucking turnips. Turnips, turn up for um, what? Stock market. I kept missing it, and I knew what I had to do, but I get, I was just missing the window. But I finally got into that stock market. And that snot nosed princess. S T A L K market today. I Can didn't notice. Can someone tell me what that is? It looks like snot hanging down from her nose, and I don't understand. And if it's some kind of like perhaps Japanese like thing or like a cultural icony thing I really apologize if, if that's insensitive but like what is that Someone, I didn't even notice that I have, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to look more carefully next week if I can find like it. a dangling little dangly do like right here little little bug yeah 
and and, and because this character was in pocket camp for those of you that have played the iphone game um what is that what's with that tell someone to please tell me um i need to know what that is and i didn't even notice it because i was so excited i just like bought it and i was trying to do the math Mm. you do the math (laughs) i was trying to uh, i was trying to like put in how many turnips i wanted and I kept forgetting that it's like in it's in multiples of ten, and I kept mm-hmm. wanting to put in one twenty five, and it would it kept just giving me a hundred or twelve hundred and fifty. And I was like, stupid game doesn't understand. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's because it has to end in a zero. It can't end in a five. You fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> um, so aside from buying turnips, um, I was just telling Katie that the Queen's Gambit. Mm. on the netflix i know a lot of people are talking about it it is absolutely worth the hype i think it's like a hundred percent rotten tomatoes rating which i know not everybody's into but it's like maintain a hundred percent it's so good dr boyfriend is a chess nerd (laughs) Um, and so he was interested in it and i was like yeah 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 i want to watch i want to watch uh it's so good about it's, it takes place in the 60s, mm-hmm. your favorite. Mm-hmm. The fashion alone, ready. the winged eyeliner ready. alone, worth it. Um, so it's a young girl who is a chess prodigy, mm-hmm. fictionalized. I think it's based on a book. Kind of sad that it's not a real person. Yeah. Um, but they do use some of the real world of chess so ah. the people that they're talking about really were chess players like yeah. they, they're the games that they're referring to like they're all or referencing they're all real things that happen it's mm-hmm. just she happens to be a fictional character that's mm. like put into this real universe yeah um so good it's mm-hmm. so good and of course i continue with the great british bake-off or the great british baking show um, although i have to admit i really miss the old show and i i i was fine i loved sandy Mm -hmm. sandy and noel's energy was great together i i have no problem with matt lucas but the show something shifted uh in the show and then i read an article that dr boyfriend sent me that i was like oh yeah this is like it kind of became paul show and uh, there's nobody to balance paul's power on the show yeah. And it's just a different energy. I miss Mary Berry. I'm, oh, I I like Prue, but I really miss the OGs. Mm-hmm. And Sandy and Noel had more of a Mel and Sue feel betwixt them. Yeah. That kind of checked Paul Hollywood a little mm-hmm. bit. And now he's kind of like free to reign terror. Mm. and it's like oh i didn't i don't don't make it into this kind of show keep it nice keep it light maybe it's because they're quarantining because on the show if if you're not a fan of the show why aren't you a fan of the show i'm questioning your judgment right now um it's on netflix like just go watch it it's amazing it's also on the pbs app if you if you support pbs and you have access to it um baking competition show british amazing great um the vibe has changed a little bit. It's, they are supposed to be amateur bakers. Mm-hmm. And instead of just like like the biscuit challenge where everybody has to make different biscuits, um, 
there's like a like Japanese week was like oh. 12 Jap a Japanese crepe cake. Mm -hmm. So matcha uh, crepes all stacked up on top of each other and then wrapped in a bigger crepe. And it's just like, that's going to be really hard. Like mm -hmm. nobody's going to do that right. Yeah. Because crepes are hard, very easy yeah. to eat, a little trickier to make. Yeah. Um, and then they're surprised when they're not perfect. It's like, well, bitch, they're amateur bakers. Yeah, they're home bakers. Like, uh, chill yeah. out. I don't know. It's weird. Huh. I have to watch it. I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like, the vibe changed. And because of COVID, they found a way to film by basically testing everybody, making sure everybody was negative, and then quarantining everybody. Mm. So they're all, instead of going home for the um, during the week, and then just coming back to the tent for the weekends, everybody is um, no, there. isolating in their ah. own places. They have hotel rooms, and I think some of them with younger children might have had might have their family there too. Mm -hmm. um, but they're they've made a big Great British bubble oh, so okay. that they can all be there. So maybe like that has something to do with kind of the feel that's changed. I don't know, but yeah. I like Paul Hollywood. I don't want him to go anywhere yeah i just want the other people on the show to balance him out to balance him out yeah it's I like i that. need i need like uh like i need some sort of acid to balance out the richness <laughs> you know what i mean That's so good <laughs> but i love it i still and then of course somebody feed phil most of what i watch is going to make me hungry yeah somebody feed phil a new season came out um, here for it he's almost like suspiciously too nice <laughs> but nothing's ever come out about him I think he's just genuinely yeah, a nice person it's a good and guy I'm here for it I we need to celebrate good guys yeah nice people too. good guys good gals good people just yeah. nice people can we yes. please and then maybe like let's eat something yeah that's a perfect combination 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 oh god all right well that's going to do it for this episode. Um, I don't know. You got something share, to share? You got a pain, a gripe? Pain. Yeah. Share your pain. Yeah. Share your gripe. Oh, God. Also, Emily in Paris. That's another painful secret of mine. Oh, God. So, so stupid. We might have to pot about it. We might have to talk about it. Oh, it's no. It's like cotton candy. There's so many, so many things to say about Emily in Paris. It's going to be good. We'll need to do it. Um, so, yep, we are the Bottom Bible. Um, and you know the drill. Look for us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, anywhere where you can stream podcasts. There we will be. And we will post this episode on our Instagram page. Go to look for photos, pictures, anything we can share, we will. And uh, tune in next week for another episode. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe, slide into our DMs. Um, don't show us your dicks. That does it. That sums it up. That's don't it. and don't That's, be a dick. Don't show don't us your dicks. Dick. Don't, don't be a dick. dick. That's it. That's how. That's our motto. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye. Oh my God! It's recording. Just tell me what you want from me. I really need it. Tell me what you want from me I really need it
you want from me.